WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. We are past Labor Day. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. And getting past Labor Day is the unofficial beginning of the presidential campaign. And Biden, I'm still not 100% sure that he will be uh, the Democratic nominee, but Biden is going on the attack against Trump. But first, we want to update you on the Juve uh, numbers uh, in terms of the violence uh, in Brooklyn at the parade today. You may have heard the uh, news headlines with James Flippin. So things things were calm. Things were great. The drones were working. How can anybody in their right mind object to this? But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, a number of arrests, seven people, seven people busted for having guns at Juve at the festival, Uh, a number shot, at least four, one slashed along the parade route, and uh, one man fatally shot amid Monday night parties. So just a few hours ago, near the West Indian Day parade route, and uh, it, things were off to a good start, but they, 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 the NYPD still had a great grasp of the parade, but things uh, didn't end exactly perfectly uh, towards the uh, towards uh, the last couple of hours. And so, the uh, the man fatally shot. This happened uh, uh, along the par- near the parade route, and. Um, You know, hopefully things will be better next year. But let's go ahead and get to the presidential campaign. So Labor Day, Labor Day marks the unofficial start to the presidential campaign. And before I get to uh, to her husband, First Lady Jill Biden has tested positive for COVID. She tested positive Monday and President Biden's test results have come back uh, negative, according to the White House. She's currently experiencing only mild symptoms, according to her communications director, and will remain at their home in Delaware. She previously, the first lady, received two doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, as well as a pair of booster shots, and she has tested positive for the coronavirus at least twice, at least twice twice. So Biden, and again, folks, I'm not sure if he's in this race to the end, but Biden is going after Trump as, quote, a great real estate developer who didn't build a damn thing. This is what uh, Biden charged at a uh, at a rally uh, in Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania, out on the campaign trail, and watching him is why I say that I just I, I don't see it, folks. It seems like he was at a, at, at a loss of words. It was hard for him to get his words out. He just looked 
with all due respect to the presidency, he just looked like an 80-year-old man out there in the campaign trail. So he says Trump didn't build a damn thing. I find that hard to believe. Ask the people of New York City what Trump built. And uh, he's going after Trump, the uh, real estate um, developer and uh, architect, if you know, of the of the border wall with uh, Mexico, while touting himself as the U.S. infrastructure king. He went on to say, guess what? The great real estate developer, the last guy here, he didn't build a damn thing. And uh, he also went on to say that under his predecessor, infrastructure week became a punchline. This is according to Biden. And he says on his watch, infrastructure means a decade and it's a headline. Here is what Mr. Biden had to say on the campaign trail. When the last guy was here, your pensions were at risk. We helped save millions of pensions with your help. When the last guy was here, he looked at the world from Park Avenue. I look at it from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I look at it from Claymont, Delaware. Not a joke. Folks, all my time in public office, I've been referred to as middle-class Joe. I guess they thought that was somehow not very complimentary. Well, guess what? That's who I am. And doesn't mean you're not sophisticated because you're middle class. It means you work like hell and you know what your family has to work like hell to be able to make it. I don't know if Biden's going to make it through this entire campaign. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So one of the things I found interesting, his biographer says that he would not be totally shocked if Biden dropped out of the contest. Now, the uh, uh, biographer of Franklin Four, uh, well-connected author of The Last Politician, said uh, Sunday that he wouldn't rule out the 80-year-old commander-in-chief withdrawing from seeking a second term because of the president's strong belief in faith. Listen to what he said. If at the end of this calendar year, Joe Biden announces that he's not going to seek a second term, based on all your reporting, how much of a surprise will that be to you? I would say it would it would be a small it would be a surprise to me. I mean, but it wouldn't be a total surprise. Wouldn't to be me. a total shock. It wouldn't be a total shock. Why wouldn't is that? Wouldn't be a total shock. I want to go back uh, to one of the. Uh, interesting interviews that I did yesterday that that ran overnight uh, as Frank Morano uh, was off and he'll be with you. He's back. He'll be with you at the top of the hour. We spoke uh, among the consultants that we spoke to. One happened to be Hank Sheinkoff. And we are about to start with your telephone calls in just a second. But Sheinkoff in overwhelmingly Democratic New York City. Listen carefully to what he has to say. Like I have said, Sheinkoff is predicting that Trump will return to the White House. Listen to this, folks. Hank Sheinkoff, political consultant. What do you say to people that hate Trump so much? They say there's no way that he can be elected again president of the United States. 
the, the wonderful thing about people who can't separate their emotions from their analysis is that they're frequently wrong. But they get the bad news is they get terribly disappointed that their egos were so engaged that they were not correct and therefore they don't understand that the way they analyzed the problem was wrong. Trump will be the president if the election were held today because he fits the moment, not because of the way people feel about him who are, who are non objective. But the voters are going through some kind of change. This country is going through a dramatic shift. Um, and these, these shifts tend to occur uh, over time. They're noticeable. The, uh, the political scientists have called them in some ways critical elections. They're historical phenomena. And we're experiencing the Trump revolution a different way. He is the embodiment of everything that went wrong, not everything that went right. So that's maybe what they hate. But they should t- take a step back for a second and figure out how they're going to get people who vote for Trump to not vote for Trump. That'd be a better thing for them to do. You heard it. Hank Sheinkoff says, if the election were held today, Trump would win. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're about to start with your telephone calls. One of the other things that I spoke to Hank Sheinkoff about, and I said it at the time when I was here with my colleague Rita Cosby, It was a a genius move to skip the debate. Trump had everything to lose and nothing to gain. I put the same question to Hank Sheinkoff. Was it smart for Mr. Trump to not do the first debate? Genius. Because why be there and be attacked when you don't have to be there and you're the story? He doesn't have to be anywhere near these guys, and he's the story. Trump is the story because he's the greatest press agent in the history of the world. Nobody's better at determining what the news will be. He controlled the news cycle by not being there. If he had been there, the others would have, would have been the story about how they attacked him. But that's not what happened. He made himself the story without even being in the story. I thought it was exceptionally smart. I, I would agree with you um for for exactly the reasons that you just uh stated. So, with that in mind, do you see him skipping the upcoming Republican debate in California at the Reagan Library? It depends on what the state of play is at the time. But again, um where I he I would hold I would find a local radio opera, uh, radio uh, studio that where there's this radio radio uh, programmer or whatever it is or station and I go on the air and I do a do that and I'd thank i simultaneously broadcast it on the TV operation so that I'd get that going and I'd just be doing my own talking and not be at the debate. He gains nothing by being on the stage with all those guys. Nothing whatsoever. Because all they're gonna do is focus on him and rip him apart. He doesn't need that. When he's not there with him, he credibly becomes the victim of the elites who are trying to destroy him and the what he calls the, the words, whatever he calls the government at that particular day. Um, that they're trying to destroy him. And by doing so, he makes himself the symbol of everything that, that the people he represents feel is occurring to them, that they're being destroyed, their lives are being taken apart. Um, and not being there, well, you know, it's, it gives him more credibility to make that argument. Okay, folks, let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin this morning with Pete on Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Well, that was brilliant of uh, Donald Trump to stay out of that debate. Matter of fact, if I heard right, I think 12 to 1 people watched the interview with uh, uh, Tucker and him uh, more than they watched the debate. 
And the debate was just a preview of who was going to try to go for uh, the vice president. Uh, Hopefully there's a good decision on who to make because we'll need a man. But I want to say a prayer for the president. I mean, for Donald Trump and the president because his mental health is ruined. I mean, the guy is babbling now. But for Donald Trump to be safe because, you know, they're trying all means to get this man to destroy him. And he's done a lot of great things. I mean, look what he did with that ice skating ring that he got it done in half the time and saved in New York a lot of money and a lot of his projects. And he does things that he doesn't put the press. I know one thing where he stopped to fix a tire on a car, our old man that was broken down in the street in a suit. And, uh, you know, I mean, he just does good things and never gets the recognition from And he don't want it. He just does it because he loves this country. Fair enough, Pete. It's going to be uh, interesting. And I, I dare not even think about if uh, Biden can't finish this race, if the Democrats uh, put up Kamala Harris, you might as well call this race right now and and uh, swear Trump in. Thank you for the call, Pete. Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I'm so happy to hear you. You are my friend. Remember I told you. Uh, listen, um, Biden said that Donald Trump didn't build anything. What about those beautiful buildings that he had, but built? And what about the years that he gave to construction and the 30,000 people, especially minorities, that he gave jobs without being president? But he built the beautiful wall that we have in the south border of this country, and that prevents a million illegal immigrants entering this country until Joe Biden opened the border and invited them to enter this country and free, and have their beautiful free life. Meanwhile, he forget about the United States citizens, which are going crazy and killed by people in the train. And not only that, what about those homeless people? Why is he paying $30 million that they said is costing only in New York to pay for those hotels while there are people in the street sleeping in the street for so many years? Well, and well wait, wait, Marianne, you, you, you said, life? wait, wait, Marianne, you said, why is he, uh, are you referring to Biden? Biden's not paying for that. It it would be nice if the federal government was, but they're not paying for that. Okay, so it's the state, right? What is the state? It's the city of New York. And so it should be be Biden and the federal government paying for it, but it's not. But the thing is that he is the one that is supposed to pay with his salary and the money that he made when he got all the money from Russia because he's the one that got them here in the first place. You see, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Remember, remember, one million citizens in the street will be the only thing that stops the Democrat Party. They they are not scared of the Republican Party. It's the people. They are not. Listen to me. Unless they see these one million people in the street, they're going to keep doing that. Right. I, I hear you, Marianne. Thank you for the call. I, I'm not even going to get myself worked up this morning on the uh, on the migrant issue. It, it's a losing battle. 
Guess who's losing, folks? We are. Guess who's winning? These uh, migrants that are 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 taking advantage of us. And again, after hearing the president in Pennsylvania a few hours ago, I I just don't see how he can finish this race. I I don't see it. I I just don't see it. Uh, from a verbal point of view, from a physical point of of view, from an appearance point of view, I just don't see it. Let's go to John in Westchester, line three. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Yeah, how you doing? Listen, I'm uh, very worried about a, a true vote happening in this country. Um, I believe that even if the numbers of 10 million uh, illegals that came in, What's to stop uh, the um, government from taking every one of those names and putting it on an already made out ballot and just keeping it until the election? Uh, number no, one, I, number I, two, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that happening. I, 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 I have to be honest well, with you, John. I, I don't well, see that. But go ahead. Could you, could you answer me this? Thing? How on cue? How like on cue? Right? If the three and a half years, and then all of a sudden we're getting COVID back there. You heard about the illegal Chinese lab that they found in California, right? Making uh, COVID. You heard right, that, right, 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 right. Okay. I, I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, right. The only thing I can say, John, is that, um, and you know, it depends on who you believe on on this stuff when it comes to COVID. They did predict that that it would be around forever and and would change and and would and would reemerge. That's the only thing I can say. So I, I do thank you for your for your telephone call. Thank you so much. Let's go to Mark in upstate New York. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, what I want to say real quickly is the thing that I think with, Dom, uh, with Donald Trump is that this is a man that that has got, garnered the uh, – um, the the um, support of people and professional lifetime politicians cannot figure this out. They cannot figure out how, you know, these are politicians that have to go to every uh, function. They have to kiss babies. They have to do everything they have to do. And they cannot understand how Donald Trump has the support that he has uh, without doing any of this. You are correct. You are correct. He he has the magic. He has Mr. Trump. That is, he has the will of the people. He has the uncanny ability to tap in to what's important to us. And that's why he is so extremely successful in the world of politics. You know, one of the other guys I spoke to, and we're going to be playing some clips of him uh, tomorrow night, Roger Stone. Roger Stone articulately made that same point, the same exact point, Mark, that you are engaging with right now. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mark, and you have a uh, great morning. So let's go to Eddie and Yonkers. Good morning, Eddie. What's on your mind? You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Um, what you have to understand is that Trump is very popular, but only in the Republican Party. Well, I'll be thrilled if Trump becomes president again. I don't think that he's going to be able to win. He's going to have a much harder time winning the general election. I mean, why would you put someone up who lost the last time if you could get someone else who's younger, has more energy, and is much likelier to win the independent vote? I mean, I think whichever party gets rid of 
either Trump or Biden first, that's going to be the party that wins this election. And we better be the smart ones and do do away with these two candidates who. Well, Eddie, general, you, you, you might you might as well you might as well uh, write that one off because Trump is not going anywhere, and and um, you know I I don't want to engage in a debate as I always say of who won the last election. That train has left the station. But if you're Trump and you're still articulating that you believe you won the last election, why would you why would you disappear now when when he's running neck and neck with Biden in the polling right now? Why would he go anywhere? I don't blame Trump for running. I completely understand. He wants to be president again. But I just think for the Republican voters who I'm one of them and I want a Republican in the White House in two years, I think it's crucial for our country. But I and oh, I'd be totally fine with Trump being president. I just think that he's not the best shot at it. So, so who who, who has the best shot? I, I don't see anybody so, on that debate stage. I wouldn't even consider them seriously for the presidency. You you say fresh well, blood. That's what you just said, a younger person. Right. Who? I'm who? Not saying, I'm not saying any of them have a chance right now in the primary. Unfortunately, right now it looks like the primary is a done deal. But if I would be able to pick a candidate for the general election, I would pick Ron DeSantis. Because one, Ron DeSantis? Oh. He has, <laughs> you're standing surprised. You know he's running for president. <laughs> No, no, no. Do you know he's running for president? Because to be frank with you, I know he's wasting his time. He, You have a better shot of being elected president than Ron DeSantis does. You're probably right. But if you, I'm saying what, do I, what would be a dream world, right? Ron DeSantis has the best record of any governor in the history of America, probably. And he doesn't he, do have the have personality. He does, Eddie, he, he needs- does not have the personality. That's a cheap media hit job on Ron DeSantis, and it's garbage. No, no. Okay, okay. You know what? I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to this. The consultant that we had on last night, overnight, uh, and, and for Frank Carano. Frank's coming Dominic, up at uh, 1 a.m. I want you to listen, Eddie. Just hold on. Stay with me for a second. In discussing DeSantis in particular, I want you to listen to what, the political consultant Hank Scheinkoff has to say, and then I want you to react. Please listen to this. Would it happen to be uh, Governor DeSantis, his personality? Well, he's certainly not Mr. Warm. And a lot of what goes on in presidential politics and all of the politics is you don't really have to, you don't have to have smart ideas, but you've got to be likable. You know, in our, our history in state politics uh, in New York and throughout the country is filled with Many cases, people aren't the greatest geniuses, but they tend to be liked, right? There's nothing likable about him. He's mean. He goes after people. He doesn't talk about how he helps. He helps how he stops people. That's not necessarily a way to, you know, be seen as the as the great protector of the common wheel and someone you want to have over for dinner. Our most successful politicians are people that you want to say, hi, how you doing? And you feel like having a conversation with him. Who wants to have a conversation with Ron DeSantis? Really? Think about it. It's absurd. Okay, Eddie, legitimate question. Uh, who wants to have a conversation with DeSantis? Now, be honest. I would. I mean, I think he's a brilliant guy. I don't need to have a conversation with someone who's charming and, and sweet. And between me and you, do you actually think that not being charming and likable is a reason not to vote for someone for president? I think I think in this modern reason? in this modern day and age, if you can't connect with the camera, if you can't resonate on live television in a debate say, setting, you might as well sit down because you're wasting your time. 
You're saying in the primary because the general he'll have problems. No, I'm I'm stating he he can't even win the primary. There's not Ron DeSantis. That's because you Trump's know, I, in there. If Trump wouldn't be running, he would. Be I, even if Trump runner. wasn't running, I still don't see it going to DeSantis. I just don't. Okay, he doesn't. Does he doesn't have, have it. Personality. But, say that again, Eddie. DeSantis and Biden. DeSantis and Biden, but it's never you want you want you want to do the hypothetical, but that's never going to come to be. That's never going to come to be because unless something happened to Trump and still, I don't see DeSantis. Thank you for the call, Eddie. I don't see DeSantis winning the primary Trump or no Trump. Ina Manhattan. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominique. No, that guy that you have on right now, he's in a dreamland. Look at the country. Don't he, he can't he have eyes. He doesn't see what's going on in the country. If um, who who could fix back this country and, and and make it come back to what it was and do? It's only Trump won, and everybody's gonna vote for Trump. So you could even maybe take a hike if you don't like it because he's gonna win and he has to win. If he doesn't win, we are doomed because there's a there's a cute coup that take it trying to mash this country up, USA. Look, Eamon, just give me a, a couple of minutes. I, I can't give you a couple look, of minutes, Ina. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I've got to talk. I can give you, I can give you a, a, a few seconds. Go ahead. Right. Compare England and, uh, England and USA and Canada. England, uh, America was, is, the, is the best country in the world. England second and Canada third. England was ruled by a lady, ladies, the mother and the daughter. God bless the queen. Look, okay, what, what does that have to do with anything of what we're talking about, Ina? What I'm trying to tell you, they are good leaders, just like Trump. When Trump went over there, all the world leaders only get 20 minutes and, 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 and few minutes with her. She gave Trump one hour. One hour she, she sit on laughing with Trump because he's a good, he, he's good. You know, and people have to look at that. Put away your, your, you have to think about the children of the future. Who is going to run this country? Not we. We dead and gone. They need education. They need nutrition. They need everything. They need housing. They, they need to take care of. You can't bring in people come in this country doesn't speak English. They can't run this country. They're not the future of this country. The American born, the USA kids, and and people, we are we are the, the, the future of this country. They are the future of this country. I could be my two granddaughter as a as an example. Because we because we train them good, we start them from nursery school, go right up, and they make it. Come on now. Thank you, right. Dominic. Well, Have a thank, nice thank, day. Thank you, Ina. And uh, how old are your granddaughters now? One is 24. She's in medical school. Very bright girl. Wow. Congratulations. The other one is, the 20, other. Is, 20, is, is 26. And she's a writer. Her book is in the, her book is in the, in the, in the, um, in, 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 in Barnes and Noble. What's the name of the book? Do you know the name? Ina, do you know, Ina, 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 do you know the name of the book? Um, the book, more, 
man. I'll okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about it another night. Thank you for the call, Ina. The reason why I just followed up on what Ina said about, I, I think she said her goddaughters, I th- or I think that's what she said, is because I'm a firm believer that success does not just happen. You plant success. It's like planting a seed from when kids are very, very young. You program them that they are going to be successful. That's what happened uh, for all the adversity I had in my life. I had family members that told me from a very young age that you will be the first one in this family to ever attend college and to graduate. And that is exactly what happened. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Boston to Clifton to Brooklyn and other parts of New Jersey. We will be right back. Talk Radio 77 And we are back. A man fatally shot at the Juve uh, celebration uh, near the West Indian Day Parade. A number of people arrested for having guns. And Labor Day means the unofficial start of the presidential campaign. Biden is on the attack, uh, going after Donald Trump, referring to him as the great real estate developer who, quote, didn't build a damn thing. The comment uh, made by the current occupant of the White House and um I don't know. Look, looking at the soundbite, I, I don't know, folks. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to uh, to finish this race. Let's go to Linda in Los Angeles. Good morning, Linda. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay. Well, uh, number one, I feel that Trump is facing too many trials. I believe there's at least four. And if he's found guilty in at least one, I believe that there's so much political and legal corruption that they're not going to let him run. And they're already trying to prevent him from running in New Hampshire and some other states. And I just think that there's wishful thinking that Trump could be president again. But I really don't think they're going to allow him on the ballot. Uh, And also, I wanted to add, if I could, I'm never going to get the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. And I often look at the Drudge Report, and I see that Jill Biden has COVID. But I feel, I could be wrong, I feel that the, she's having symptoms from having the vaccine. And I've done uh, extensive research, and there's many uh, actors and actresses, some are dead, that have took the vaccine. And so there's just too much government corruption and too much uh, power mongering going on. And I unfortunately don't think that Trump will have uh, they'll let him run. Uh, okay, but Linda, but Linda, Linda, how can you say that when Super Tuesday is March 4th and his first trial is set to begin the 5th? So he will have enormous momentum before the start of his first trial. It, 
but regardless of the momentum, uh, I just don't think it. Look at look what I, he's facing. Like hundreds of years in prison. Right. So you, can't, you, can't, you can't. You can't. You can't. Linda. 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 Yes. That, that, those are maximum penalties you're citing. And and okay. and, and it's real. It, it could happen when you look at how much uh, the establishment hates him. But those are maximum penalties. He would okay, even if he even thing. if he was convicted. And I don't see that happening. He would not be receiving the maximum on anything. Okay, but I would like to say this. I listened to the rerun of an Alex Jones show this morning because uh, it's Labor Day, Labor Day and mm-hmm. he had Joe Biggs on. And okay. I don't know an extensive bio on Joe Biggs, but he was just sentenced to 17 years in prison for uh, doing some videotaping. He's not Donald Hillary Trump. Trump. He's not the former president. Thank you for the call, Linda. You cannot make a comparison of a regular citizen against the former president of the United States of America. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. If you think Trump would be sentenced the same way, and that's that's making a million assumptions that I'm not prepared to make. That I'm not prepared to make it this time. Let's wait and see what happens with the court cases. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I'm really not, folks. And so let's see what happens. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Yeah, well, first of all, I try to avoid Alex Jones. So, I mean, there are some. I, I, I didn't want to say that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I like I like some of the things, but uh, it's uh, it's a depressing world that uh, Alex Jones puts out. Maybe it's realistic, but uh, I don't know. It just if I if I were to. If I were to listen to Alex Jones, I think I would open my wrists. Anyway, um, listen, uh, concerning Jill Biden having COVID, listen, I, I don't believe a darn word coming out of these Bidens. Especially so wait, 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 Norman, they, so you don't, you don't believe the first lady has COVID again? No, no, let, let me finish. Especially considering they don't have a common decency to show up on 9-11 at any memorial sites. Okay, uh, in my opinion... Okay, I think they're preparing Okay, so wait, us. wait, 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 Norman, wait, wait, wait. I, I know I know that the Bidens have faced some some criticism for not showing right. up in New York for the 9-11 and so on. Mm-hmm. But because of that, you're telling me you don't believe that it's accurate that the First Lady has COVID. Because of that. If a person lies, if a person lies, they lie for everything. And there's been a lot of lying coming out of those Bidens. And I, I uh, it is... Look, uh, look, I'm going with a gut feeling. I, I, I listen, do I have proof of this? No. But, but my gut is telling me, okay, that with the development of the Moderna vaccine and the fact that they want to keep Joe in the basement, they have to introduce the topic of COVID because, you see, that's it. They don't, they don't, wanna, they don't want Joe, you know, Joe's going to babble. And they don't want they don't want they're going to they're going to go with the winning formula. They won keeping them in the basement because of covid. So they're going with the winning formula. They don't want to say that Joe has covid, but they say that Jill has covid. And now they're going to talk about getting the vaccine and the and the and the who is going to talk about this. Uh, not the rock group, the uh, the World Health Organization and, and and the, you know, the national whatever I forget the CDC and all of this stuff. These are completely corrupt organizations. It, this is my opinion. 
Okay, and, um, you know, we're going to have a kind of an attempted lockdown. I see myself going into protest mode for the next two years back to back to the coronavirus thing. You know, I mean, I was I, we, we I didn't get the coronavirus. Now it's on to the illegal aliens, be uh, a little detour onto the drag queen story hour. And now up, we're going to go back to the coronavirus now. Well, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to dispute, Norman, that uh, should that happen, it would be quite convenient for right. uh, for Mr. Biden to cruise to uh, re-election, considering that's how he won in the first place. You know, in the basement mm-hmm. of uh, uh, in the basement of uh, his Delaware home. Right. Norman, I, I, I thank you for the call. Let's see what Audrey in Brooklyn has to say. Good morning, Audrey. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you. Oh, my God. Number one, my friend's father just died from the new variant. So COVID, here we go again. But whoever, you know, the, the vaccine is not, the booster is not out. So, and, so there is no booster. But it's coming. And once again, I hope, I hope. The ones that get the head stuck in the brain cell part where there's no COVID and, and it doesn't exist. This time it's, it's, it's much it's deeper. It's serious, and you better take your booster. How was your weekend? <laughs> uh, my, my my well, I I work on Sundays, and so you so know, but when I, 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 I I'm, I'm a half full type guy, so I'm grateful uh, to to be alive. I'm grateful to be oh. employed. I'm grateful to be able to talk to all of you great folks. I'm just grateful, Thank Audrey. Thank you. And COVID is real. It's bad. It's no joke. It's no joke. Have a good evening. And thank you. Thank you very much, Audrey. Let's go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hello, Mr. Dominic Carter. I wanted to tell you the interview that you did on the other side of Morano, which I'll call you, which is Dominic Carter, the other side of Morano. I just loved the way you handled the interview. Of course, I was on the call when you interviewed that guy that was um, telling on the, the, who was it, the mayor of, um, of New New York. Remember that guy that you interviewed? He was telling about the scam inside the food services or some kind of yes. scam that was going on. And yes. so I I really think you got exactly Hank Sheinkoff really told told a bit a good story and he has a diverse background and you told us exactly what we needed to know. It was an excellent interview and I really look forward to having you on the other side of everybody as often as we can, because I think we're all going to need as much help as we can as we go through this exciting election season. Well, Tony, um, thank you. Thank you for your wonderful comment. Uh, and as always, I, I appreciate you. You're always uh, positive and you're what I mean by the glass is always half full as opposed to uh, half empty. Thank you for the call. Before I take a break in which we'll come back for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, let's go to Gary in New Hampshire. Gary, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, you guys had a Caribbean uh, parade today? Yes, Okay, I'm a white guy at 60 years old, and, you know, I want to try, try to be nice and so forth. I mean, let's face it. You got the St. Patrick's parades, this, that, and the Caribbean, you know, uh, that's black people and there's white people and so forth. But it's New York, Boston, Philadelphia, L.A. I mean, I'm almost trying to say, I mean, why even have these parades, especially because it creates violence all the time. Agree? 
I, I think there's a tremendous need for cultural diversity. Uh, the last couple of years at the West Indian Day Parade, there has been violence. I don't know why people can't just come have a good time. You know, if you want to dance on all over each other and simulate sex and whatever, that's on you. If that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. But I just, I don't understand. Thank you for the call, Gary. I just don't understand how the criminal element always finds a way in. And I don't understand, frankly, instead of praising the NYPD, why some members of the community are whining about drones coming in and those drones are there to help keep you safe so that you can celebrate your cultural diversity. Dominic Carter here with you folks. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Time for a break. When we come back, we will go to Boston. We will go to New Jersey. And we'll have the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Unbelievable. A woman charged with slashing a stranger on a New York City street threatens to do the same to the judge in court. This is what happens when you just let these people roam the streets. New Jersey woman charged with slashing a stranger in the face outside a Manhattan pizza shop also allegedly punched a stranger on a city sidewalk in May and threatened to add a criminal court judge to her list of victims, telling the judge, I'm going to slash you in the face too if you put me in the cell for a long time. Issuing the warning to Judge Miriam Best during her arraignment in Manhattan Criminal Court, the woman from Hoboken then repeated the threat for a second time before apparently ranting incoherently for a full minute during the hearing, leading the judge to order her to be removed from court and taken for a psychiatric evaluation. Prosecutors had called for a bail of $100,000 after the woman allegedly slashed a 65-year-old woman with a kitchen knife on the sidewalk on 8th Avenue and West 38th Street Friday night in an unprovoked attack that left the victim with a large gash that required six stitches to patch it up. And the woman, uh, the suspect, was still carrying the blade in her bag when she was arrested Sunday and, according to court papers, admitted to the random slashing. We are discussing the fact that Labor Day is now past us and it's the unofficial start of the presidential campaign and President Biden is on the attack against Donald Trump claiming that Trump never built, quote, a damn thing. We're taking your telephone calls up to the top of the hour. Frank Morano starts at 1 a.m. with the other side of midnight. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry in New Jersey. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Well, Dominic, to make it short, um, we know that a prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich, as we've all said, and it's been done with Trump. But what we also should think about is that a kangaroo court can convict a ham sandwich. 
and Trump is in four, well, not four, he's in three kangaroo courts. He has a kangaroo judge, he's a kangaroo prosecutor, and he's got probably a kangaroo jury coming in at least half his cases, if not three-fourths. And that is going to get him convicted. Now, Trump faces 717 years total. Even if he only got 1% of that, that would be a seven-year sentence. And a guy at his age, that's like a death sentence. But I have told you, and Frank Morano, both of you were on the air with me, actually, at the same time. Frank picked me up, and I was talking to you guys about a year ago. And I said, this is election interference, and it's going to be. And they're not going to take any prisoners, and they're not. And you guys were, like, blowing me off on that. And I'm telling you, these guys... <laughs> they're not playing. They're not playing games. This wait, wait, wait. Okay, but wait, 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 wait a minute, Jerry. We, we were blowing you off on what? Well, you were saying that I'm jumping ahead of myself. He's not probably going to be indicted. They're going to indict a president. This is like a year ago before they even did the raid. I said, yeah, they are going to indict him. And you were guys. You guys were both saying things like to me, like I was jumping to conclusions. And I don't know what you have to see to believe it. I mean, well, look at what's we'll see, going on. We'll see. We'll see. It, it, my recollection of the conversation is that you said he would be removed from the ballot, and that's oh, no, what no, no, we no. both. That's, that's yeah. That's recent. Yes, yeah, but was, okay, but 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 that's not. How can he be removed from the okay. ballot when Super Tuesday is the day before oh, his no. first trial? No, I mean the election ballot. I don't know if that lady even understood that. I think you were misunderstanding her too. We mean the twenty twenty four election. When he you mean, the, you mean the, the general election? Yeah, the general election. Okay, okay. Well, that that that's I I go based on what's in front of me. Jerry, uh, okay, and, okay. And it says from the ballot, but okay. and another thing, another thing I need you to consider. You said you and Frank. You said Frank and I uh, dismissed you. You have to understand that when we when we reach that time of the show, and I want I'm glad you said this. I can point this out to everybody. We can't engage you when that right. second clock hits a certain point. We have got to wrap up the show. We could be interviewing. Uh, uh, the president of yeah. the United States. And when that clock hits a certain point, it's bye bye. And so that right. my recollection is that that's what happened. But but I hear you, Jerry. Thank you for the okay. call. So like, for example, right now, I've got a number of calls and I've got less than uh, less than five minutes left uh, to the program. So let's go to uh, to Roy also in New Jersey. Good morning, Roy. What's on your Good mind? Good morning, Dominic. When uh, Biden first came into office, he was sat there getting that COVID shot, right? He was so proud to get the first shot. Well, let's not forget, whose shot was he taking? Trump's shot. And your right? point is? And your that, point is? It just annoys me that with all this stuff, where he knocks Trump, he knocks Trump. But Trump was the one that started the injections. No doubt Biden. about it. No doubt about it. No you doubt about it. You, 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 you can't take that away from Trump. No doubt you about it. You know what it. Joe stands for when it comes to him? Just one's enough. Mm. J-O-E. Mm. Okay. All He's right. got to okay. go, that guy. But it scares me to have Harris as the president. All oh, goodness. Go to Tom. Hey, 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 hey uh, Roy, why, why does it, it scares me too uh, with Kamala Harris, but why does it scare you? Because I, I'm, I think she's a nitwit. I don't know if she knew which uh, which page to open up on the phone book. Correct. Right. Right. And you know, Miss Giggles. Oh, please. No. Okay. No. I no 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 no. Can you imagine her with a nuclear button on her hand? Oh. No. Roy, thank, no, no, no. Roy, thank thank you for the call. Let's go to Pamela. 
also in New Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. What's on your mind? Good morning. Um, This is in reference to the interview on Katz and Cosby with Mike Pence yesterday, and we need uh, fact-checking skills. Um, He always used to preface everything with, during the Trump administration, we did this, we did that. And I know he has a new campaign groomer who is making him more assertive, let's say. So uh, when he was talking about um, remain in Mexico, I noticed he used the first person uh, pronoun, I. He said, I negotiated uh, remain in Mexico. And I, I don't know if anybody caught that nuance. And I'm like, oh, this is and he was very like overly jolly during this interview, kind of like somebody who said boost your personality and everything. And then he said, I negotiated remain in Mexico. And that led to to uh, uh, Title 42. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's uh, fact check this and find out <laughs> what, what's going on here. But this is uh, this is the new uh, grooming. I can tell it definitely is uh, showing. Okay, so Pamela, how do you see this uh, this primary uh, turning out, and what do you make of it thus far, Republican side? Well, I I definitely feel like uh, that pr- people who are thinking doomsday they don't realize that we still, like uh, Sheinkoff said last night uh, or early the, yesterday morning, uh, that the tide is turning, and anybody with half a brain in politics realize that uh, we do have a voice. People are starting to have a voice and we're not being the suckers that we were anymore. And um, smart politics knows that everything is shifting. So um, if we ride herd on what kind of so-called sentence that Trump gets, that um, they know that they put, if they put him away on a seditionary act or anything like that, Okay, but that, Pamela, um, what, but but the man has not been convicted of anything, so let let's right. keep that in mind. Right, but there, a lot of people are like doomsday. You're right. So we've got a lot of time before that, and um, I think politics know that they can't go that far because we're paying over four dollars for gas. We can't put food on the table, and winter's around the block. And I see the summer rates are outrageous. Can you imagine what the winter rates are going to be? Fair and, point. Um, Fair point. And, and this is going to turn the tide. This is going to do it because uh, I, I can't believe you go to the grocery store now. Uh, I, I'm one person uh, buying for and I'm spending one hundred and thirty two dollars. And I'm like, oh, my God, right. I've got no food. Right. 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 Pamela, I, I've got to move on. But I, I wish I had more time because you're making some very, very valid points. Thank you for joining us with us right now. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, what are you taking a half a day today, Dominic? Just one hour? <laughs> where, where are these six consecutive hours that we've become accustomed to? <laughs> How are you, man? I'm doing Welcome great. back home. It's great to be back. Um, we've got a great show. We're going to do uh, commendations, which we usually do on Monday, but we're going to do it on Tuesday today. We're going to go through people's mail. And uh, Uri Geller, you remember the spoon-bending mystifier? He's going to join me. He actually has some interesting things. He's going to join us live from Israel. Interesting things to say on the subject of UFOs. We're going to get into the presidential race, follow up a couple of stories that, uh, that you've been talking about. We've got, uh, we've got a fun show for the next four hours. I hope people listen.
Sounds great. So so we have to give uh we have to give Matt Blaze and uh and Kenneth credit. I gotta tell you, Frank, because I had never did the fifteen seconds of fame. And so uh people were emailing me saying, Are you gonna do it? Are you gonna do it? I said, Okay, we'll do it. And then I go to start the fifteen seconds of fame and then Matt says, No, 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 stop, stop, stop. We've gotta hit the uh the, the animation. And so I learned as I was going along there. I wait till I have to do Chronicles of Carter. <laughs> Frank Morano on the other side of midnight coming up right now, folks.